Hey there, I'm Terry, and I'm the intuitive healer for folks who have anxiety and want to access their soul evolution and intuition. There's more than meets the eye here as we chat and hang out in these episodes that have spiritual, esoteric, multidimensional, somatic, quantum techniques, tools, and tips to help you get unstuck and move you forward in your day-to-day life. So join me in discovering your path to help you clear anxiety of the past, align your energy to the present, and create your new future. Welcome to the portal with Terry Huberman. I have probably one of my most favorite people with us today. It's Karen Rontowski. I wish I had one of those like, oh, Alexa, turn off alarm. Weren't we just briefly talking about alarms going off and Alexa just to shoot her shit right there? (laughs) Okay. Um, You guys, we have Karen here and I'm going to have Karen actually introduce herself because I don't think I could do it justice. So do you want to explain to everybody, share with everybody, tell everybody who you are? Sure. And, fu- and plus, it's funny, you know, you and I have been friends, like, I kind of want to say since the beginning of our journeys, haven't yeah, we? I think so. Like, we started in a paranormal group, and yeah. then we both sort of excelled out. I don't know if, I think I was reading tarot at that time, but I'm not I sure. Yeah. So I've been a comedian for, I think, 35 years. Um, and then uh, I've been a tarot reader probably for 30. And those are kind of my two things. And then I usually do them on stage. I will always promote my Patreon and my psychic stand up show. Those are my two favorite things in the world. Yes, yes. yes. And you're really good at it, too. So <laughs> Thank you. you're, you're my reader. You're the one I go to. <laughs> Ditto. Back and forth. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, do you. So, so just, just to share with everybody really quick, this is really a casual, like when I work with people and I'm collaborating with people on these podcasts, it's just for you to, to sort of be a fly on the wall. Like, how do we talk? What do we say? All the things. And, and Karen and I are actually legitimate friends. So this is going to be as if it's like a Saturday night and we're like having a cocktail or something. So, um, I did one of, it's funny you brought up, I was, I was driving back from physical therapy and I was like, I wonder if Karen misses doing paranormal investigations. Yes. You know what? It's funny. I don't miss them in the way we used to do them. I miss them in a different way. Like uh, there's another comic. There's a lot of comics that are in the paranormal, but there's another comic named Ryan Singer. And any chance I get to investigate with him, I will go because- Um, it's just, I don't know if I want to say it's a different level or, um, I'm careful where I go. Cause yeah. there's a lot, you know, a lot of stuff is sort of become for lack of a better word, touristy. Yeah. And if you're new to paranormal investigation, go do that, you know, yeah. but I feel like so much has, um, you know, getting EVPs and stuff is okay, but, uh, it seems like there's another level to it that still fascinates me, but it's got to, you know what I mean? It can get, yeah. people don't really, you know, investigation is hours of sitting and nothing happens. Yes. It, it, they're, they're so boring. I was, when I was thinking about what you like, you know, what you could potentially miss about it. I was like, well, what do I miss about it? And the, I think what I miss the most about it is the camaraderie like hanging out with people and then the aftermath of it, like getting the results or reading reports or, or did anybody get the EVPs because they're so boring. And I think for me, and I don't know how you feel about this, but starting an investigation like at midnight in a far, (laughs) far away land, and then having to drive back at like three or four in the morning is exhausting. So I just, I don't know how I did so many of them so late. Like they're exhausting. And I don't think people understand that. And they're really boring. Yeah. And you know what else there has to like, this is since, so my whole life is pretty much paranormal. In fact, my friend Renee did my astrology chart and she was like, no, you're the, you are the paranormal. There's no, it's not a trap. You are it. And I live in a haunted house and I help people all the time. And through tarot, um, I know their stories. So it's not, um, Hey, $30 and go investigate. 
Yeah. It's kind of always happening. It, yeah. And and people, because of my podcast, they send me when they have issues and stuff, how to get sure. something out of And that I do all find interesting. But there is no lack of paranormal activity, especially now. And I think... I think as we are, you know, the old phrase is the veil is thinner, which I don't know that that is really, you know, the veil is not a thing that's thick or thin. It's like, for whatever reason, our dimension and their dimension are getting intertwined. So seeing things is definitely not at all limited to um, investigation. In fact, I was just in a hotel in Montebello and I was like, Uh, I knew it it was, you might as well be on an investigation. It was so haunted. Wow. Yeah. And, and so it's funny because like there, I think it's the vibrational frequency because we as humanity, you know, are going through hell and back right now. I mean, you you and I, I swear we mirror each other's journeys. I, I feel like you're the only other person who's literally having the same experiences that I'm having even down to like hair, like growing mm-hmm. hair back and having hair, you know, like I shaved my head. Right. So, and we're both Leos. I don't know. That <laughs> and I had cut off all mine and let it go. And I kind of like it. Yeah. And mine's coming back. I'm trying to get it back. But, you know, I do think emotionally, which is the energy in motion, there is that entanglement and that in- intertwining. And most people don't know how to manage that. So they actually can think it's a psychic attack or they're being, like, like it's a negative thing. And that's because the nervous system is going to deem anything different as dangerous. Right. Yeah. So it's brilliant. not, yeah. Cause it's not, it's not like the stuff that's happening is bad. It's just, it's what it is, is it's awareness that you didn't have before, but as a human, you're being scared shitless because your nervous system is like alert, alert. It's different. Yeah. And you know that I go like all like I I'd hate that conspiracy is a bad word because yeah. as far as I can tell, it's all coming true. But I go like I I interviewed this wonderful woman on my podcast about MK Ultra. And it was funny because right before I did that, which is mind control, which is CIA mind control. And it's not like they tell you, oh, they gave some people LSD to see what would happen. It's a bigger, deeper, longer, like, we have no idea. You have no idea how bad it was. And before I interviewed her, I I kept getting this kind of download where I, and I put it on my Patreon, where it was like, there are dead thoughts in your head right now there. And I couldn't, I didn't, I was like, I don't even know what this means, but like, especially if you have a negative thought, looping, 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 that is a dead thought that is not yours. And you have to recognize that and put it out. And then amongst talking to that lady and other people, they were all talking about, I just saw another video on this. AI is now in our heads. Okay. And especially if you're using chat GPT or any of that. And at one point, one of the women said, I told it to stop and it did, but it comes back. But people have no idea how much technology, um, it's almost like running an algorithm in your head. So if you're like, oh, I hate my hair and it picks up that algorithm, those are dead thoughts going around. I know I can go way deep on this, but like, I literally think that this, you know, these shooters, it's all mind control. It's that this isn't happening anywhere else. This is all triggers and signals and stuff. So I'm getting a little conspiracy, but I totally believe that. And if people just remember one thing, if you have a negative thought circling and you can't stop it, you get up and it's there, maybe it's not yours. And that's, that's the hard part about being an empath is like always discerning what's yours and what's not yours. I'm, I'm loving what you're saying. It's creeping me out at the same time, but I am loving it because the thing of what I don't know that people, people, most people, the average person doesn't understand how energy works and they're just literally subatomic particles that move at a certain pace in a certain pattern. And just because your human brain is not processing it through your senses doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So look at Wi-Fi signals, look at x-rays. So if I'm understanding you correctly, that's kind of like what you're talking about. Like this AI is like, 
kind of breaking down those subatomic particles, which are our light waves of data and information that we're creating. And so it's breaking it down into a particular, let's call it advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. That's, that's, yeah. And it's, it's probably will be even more apparent. And I don't, and you know, I have this new thing now. Yeah. If people think crazy, then laugh it up, but store the information for when you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, right. Or maybe yeah. you'll just not need it. I think that's what 6G is going to be. Almost oh. the full. They're working on, we don't know. Oh. We didn't need 5G. I don't know if you noticed, but your phone didn't work that much faster from 4G yeah. to 5G. It didn't. So, it, it it didn't. And I have to, I actually have to give you a hearty thank you. Like, I feel like I'm, I don't know if the, the correct word is in debt to you. That might be a little bit dramatic. I'm a Leo. Pay up, pay up. <laughs> but I feel like one of the things that you have, like I've had an awakening the last year um, in terms of just politics and like, it's not even just politics. It's, it's being able to stand in my belief like having the courage to stand in my belief. And I feel like the conversations that we've had, because they've allowed me to stand in my belief, I've been able to get more clearer on information. And I feel like you're one of the people that should be listened to. And and I, yeah, I mean, look, who am I? I don't know who I am, right? But I'm just saying like, there's so much of what you have shared with me that has been, blown my mind, expanded my consciousness, gave me awareness so that I can make my own choices and decisions. Okay. So it's not like you're not telling me what to think. You're just saying my favorite line is, you know, like try this on like a coat. You don't like it, take it off. That's what I say to my clients all the time. And I just feel like you're giving me a coat to try on or not try on. And I feel like I have to thank you for that because there it's a shift in consciousness that I don't think I would have had before. And, you know, whenever we're trying to like make changes in our life, we have to change perspective. Right. So, well, I will, I will take credit for that, but I shouldn't because this is what Terry, this is why I think we've always been friends and we'll always be friends is because you are not afraid to step aside and go, Hey, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like, and that's it. So you, I'm sure you would be there without me. I'm always yelling and screaming something outside the box, but I'm, I'm, this is you, this is you. So, uh, but I, yeah, I'm very, uh, over the past couple of years, it's just become so where I really think they're bombarding us to try not to have our own thoughts and, and, but you always, you know, you're the one, you always text me, Hey, what about this? And I'm like, I know, I know. Say it. Sometimes we can't say it because no, I know. it's, yeah, it's very hard, but you have made some huge, I, that's what I you remember that I texted you like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, this is why I love you because <laughs> you have made some huge leaps out of the box yeah. and, and you do the same for me. You bring the same to me. So, uh, yeah, it's a strange, it's a strange time. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's really uncomfortable. There've been so many times where I'm like, I want off this ride. Yeah. And And it's it's getting worse. I know. And that's, that, that's (laughs) like, Karen, does it get better? I mean, I know it always, this is something my mother always told us growing up. And so it's one of those things where it's like, it's so instilled in me. It always gets worse before it gets better. And if you think about it, it's a very energetic thing because things have to accumulate. So they pop like a pimple, right? And so then the healing can start. But I just, it just feels like one thing after another thing, after another thing, it's really just doing everyday chores is hard and it takes so long to run an errand, for example. Yes. Well, that's true. You know what? I, I think, especially on my journey, I'm almost to the other side in that now I see, and I get why it's so hard. So, um, for people that don't know, I, I'm a city girl. I'm a, uh, I was Los Angeles. I had to take off, take care of my parents in upstate New York. I'm not in New York city. I'm not in a city. I am in my friend says Siberia. I am way, I am not near anything, 
I am with very nice people, but, but, but a different type of person. I live in a crazy, like the worst place. And I'm, I just, it's a long story why I stay, but anyways, and I get, I watch both my parents have dementia. So I watched my dad pass away and now we're helping out my mom. And this has been like, my friends in LA were like, used to say I was the happiest person they've ever met. And, and I just took this dive. So that was all last year. So this year I'm starting to see what sort of the journey of last year was about, including that when I'm at, like, now I'm in Vegas doing my uh, show and I feel like elated. I feel like joy about my career that I've never, you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. always happy to work. This is like, Oh my God. And also the, I finally feel gratitude for being able to have that time with my parents. And as you know, stepping out of the Los Angeles mindset, whether you're talking work and being competitive or politics or whatever, that was a good wash off for me. So something did good, did come out of it. And I feel like even with what we're watching happen, and I'm just going to say the media, because I don't even know that it's a particular story. It's just, yeah. You yeah. know, to either turn it all off, which I admire people that can do that. I need to know. You, we need to know some of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you we still don't... have to have information. Yes. But I think this is the time where we really do learn to separate or to go um, to not take it in so much and to just realize we're just being lied to. I don't I wish I had an answer for that, but I don't. Yeah, I know. And that that's the thing is like. I feel like people know, people can feel it. Like it is so thick. People who, even who are not sensitive to energy, they can feel it. They know it, but it still sucks you in. And that's that like, you know, and re, uh, what is it? Transurfing reality. Don't they call that like the pendulum, right? So it just kind of sucks you into that, right? And like pranic healing, yeah. they're called thought forms. I mean, whatever it is, it becomes like this alive parasitic, if you want to go so dramatic, because really is, why not? Demonic, you know, kind of energy that sucks you in. And most people don't, don't know how to separate that. I mean, I have a hard time separating it. I totally have a hard time separating it. Um, is It's interesting because was it this morning? I think it was just this morning, Karen. I got this ping, this ping right before I went to go do my, um, I have a, a morning, med like a meditation and a spiritual practice that I do when I just heard like, stop looking at, I want there was, there's this guy that I have a crush on, blah, 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 <laughs> looking at his stories, you know? And it was like, that's where your attention is going. Like I'm literally being distracted. And because I've given this, this gentleman so much of my attention, like it, it, it sucks me in. And I was like, you can't do that. And that was just on this level. Uh -huh. So, you know, what's happening with the media is this level. And I just, it's really scary. And I don't, I don't know how it ends. You know, I don't know when it ends. Do, do you get, I mean, I get questions like, well, how much longer is this going to last? <laughs> you know, and well, you know, when people ask me that, literally the astrological answer is 2027, but what you're going to really? do with it, yes, 2027, everything's even out. But what you do with it, this is the part that I think I'm, and, and know that I say I'm getting this. I'm getting this now. Next week I could be <laughs> losing well, my mind. The fluidity of, the, of what the hell is happening right now. Absolutely. So there's a, um, because on the other hand, we are 100% manifesting or making things happen like that. Yes. I, you know, I fly all over and since I'm living in Siberia, um, uh, I have to fly. It, it, it takes forever to get to the airport that only has a couple of flights that are going to be 15 hours where out of LA, they'd be six, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing's a big, big thing. So I, when I was flying one time and I had it, I always have to go in the day before, wasn't going in the day before, I have to get off the plane, get the rental car, drive three hours. You have two hours to get ready for your show. The plane is late. Yeah. Okay. So uh, usually I go like, uh, you yeah. know, I can't see. 
And I kind of, my, I had a, I, I talked to one of my teachers and she's like, lean back and let it go through you. Don't, when you do this, you're holding it, whatever it is. So I leaned back and I let it go through. I had gotten the text and I had walked up to the counter and she said, yeah, we're going late. And then I looked at her for a minute and I just did this. And then I got a text and she got a note and they just decided to switch planes and we were on time again, like that fast. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, I did that with my mind. And she goes, I do that all the time. But it was literally like, I think we jumped a timeline. It could be that easy. Yeah. And so one thing I do, I know we're not supposed to be attached to the outcome, but I have a playlist, you know, psychic standup, that show, that's what I want to be doing with my friend Lamont and it's picking up steam and it's going to get there someday. And it's, and people are booking it and it's great. So I have three songs in my thing that I play, that I listen to that remind me of yes. the show or what it's going to look like. So you want to do that every day and do work towards it. I work, you know, how hard I work on tarot yes. and I do my, yeah. do my comedy. So I think that's all we can do is know that we do have some say in it, but all this, um, it really is like exactly what you're saying. I am not, you know, I'm not an, it's all good person. This does not mean things are bad, but there are some people that, you know, when, I do get that everything happens for a reason, but I do also get that we have choice. But I think like I have a friend that's it's all good. And I'm like, so you didn't go through a shutdown? Oh, yeah. Well, that ha you know what I mean? Like, yeah, some things are happening that are opposing. But if we can rise above or even a version of um, it's all good or it's happening for a reason, we can really help ourselves, you know, Um this sometimes too, it just comes down to, this is it. This is all we got. I got one more week in Vegas. It could be my last. It's so funny you say that because I've been so, I was talking to my therapist. She does, you know, neurofeedback and all that on me. You, you know her, you know her. I love her. I know. I love her too. I adore her. And I haven't been getting the neurofeedback done as often because it's expensive. And I too have, you know, have had some financial challenges just like everybody else. Right. Uh -huh. And I was telling her in a session like two weeks ago, and I was like, you know, I just feel so disconnected in meditation. I feel like it's robotic. I am not, mo I have the capability and I've done it many times where I've left my body. And I'm like, I can't do that. I have the monkey mind going during my meditate. I mean, it's just like, I might as well just be up having a conversation with Karen, <laughs> <laughs> but I do it anyways. And I'm just like, I'm showing up for my meditation. I'm doing the meditation, even though I don't feel like I'm connecting to the meditation. And then she's like, well, when X, Y, Z happened, how did you respond? And I'm like, that was fine. And she's like, so do you think that even though you're just being robotic and nothing is happening during your meditation, that it's not working because you, uh -huh. what you're telling me is that there's actually evidence of it working because you're consistent and you show up. That's great. Yep. Yeah. So that really goes along with what you're saying. I think it's like, you just, you just, you just do it. Yeah. And I I think that's the new spiritual paradigm, Karen. What do you think? That you have to do stuff. I do. And you know what's the other one that is weird is I, I did a, a show on cults. And I my prediction is about four to five years from now, cults will be back. Oh, yeah. We'll be trying to get people sure. out. because um, And I do, I do not agree with anything with our government. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a peaceful anarchist. I think there there is a they that's trying yeah. to control us and um they don't have our good intent anything good for the people at all. I don't yeah. I don't believe. And also I feel like we are naturally moving towards a state of non-codependence. Codependence is going away and it didn't we couldn't do it on our own so now it's just pulling. So sometimes if I'll read for someone that's been married for like 25 years their marriage isn't falling apart. They're not, they're not breaking up, but it's changing, right? This codependence is changing. And that is also causing this extreme loneliness. And then you add that to a pandemic where they locked people down or locked them in. Now you really have like literally the two paths, which one could be, I'm so lonely. I'll join a cult. Sure. Um, 
The other could be, okay, I'm going to lean into this. Like one of the things I do, I have this, you get these text messages from me. Like something needs to be validated or I got, I, oh my God, I just, this happened. I have to tell someone. Blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes I'll calm down and go, you, you don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to bother anybody with that. You can, you got it. You got it. Right? Oh my God. That's so <laughs> funny. I do the same thing. I'm like, no, I don't have to send this. You're okay. You got this. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that is moving away from that codependence of someone else validating. But the, we are interpreting this as loneliness and disconnected. Interesting. Okay. I mean, and some of it is, everything has the positive and negative. So some of it is, and some people are really lonely. And if you're not kind of aware of that, then it feels like I'm never going to have a person. I'm never going to have, you know, we have to take never out of our, we got to get rid of that word because right now we're in we're in everything we never thought was going to happen is here. You know what I mean? So yes. when <laughs> that anytime I hit those extreme, like never and always I'm, I ha- then I have to cut it. I have to step back and take that out. Do, do you think that's anxiety coming up for you and that's why it's happening? Or do you notice a pattern of when it's happening or? It's, I think it's root. Uh, it's root is a childhood thing of a childhood trauma when you had, I believe it usually comes from a, um, where a punishment, the punishment never fit the crime or kind of, yeah. Or a parent that like, I had a parent where you never knew where it was coming. So everything became always and never. Yeah. And that program. Yeah. I have a program. It's the total uncertainty. Yeah. Um, It's interesting because like in a lot of the trauma work that I've done personally, one of the things I realized that, so what I would, I would disassociate when I was feeling unsafe, which is like uncertain because I had one parent who would scream really loud, you know, the the punishment didn't meet the crime, you know, and the other one that was like, just go away, you know, like, (laughs) you know, that, that I would for me, one of my coping skills is I would disassociate, but I would go to God. Mm. So my, a lot of my psychism is actually a coping skill. It's a Mm. disassociation. Can you, do do you, do you notice a, like, can you see anything like that in you? Cause I, I think a lot of psychics or healers or whatever have that tendency to be able to disassociate because of trauma yeah and and boundaries and boundaries yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. no boundaries I 100% believe that 100% um and I do think it's well first of all when we talk about trauma too I think there isn't anyone that hasn't had trauma when I hear somebody say, oh, I've never experienced trauma, I, I, in my head, I'm laughing. I'm like, you're a human being, just being human. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, I had a laugh. I really enjoyed TikTok, but there was this woman screaming about her parents. You had one job and she was screaming because they weren't perfect, okay. which is like, you know, you can go back and back and back and look at what our parents had to deal yeah. with. Jesus, others had to deal yeah. with. Holy crap. And then our fathers could only be one of two people. Everybody was so limited that yeah. you can't blame back. You can always say those people did the best they can, even if it was horrible. Sometimes, you know, they did mostly the best they could, but there is this. So this is also what I think we're breaking out of. And this is weird, but it connects to what you're saying. I'm not making a huge leap here. So with me, there is a couple of things that are continuous. There's a continuous punishment, oh God, whether yeah. it, what I look like, I didn't get enough done. I'm not there you know, I'm not where I should be. Should is another word. Don't should yourself. My friend Paul used to say, um, so it's kind of like to just have that compassion and be aware that I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to, there's no have to, that is a huge thing for me is that, you know, you're, I'm the only one calculating and punishing nobody else is just me. I'm still doing that. And that is an awful race to be running that, there's a saying I heard somewhere, uh, don't run if you're not being chased. You know, like don't, you don't have to run towards, you know, Karen, your career is fine. Work and make yourself happy. Don't work till you hate what you're doing. 
you know, that kind of thing, or even just to take a day off. I don't, I haven't taken days off in years. Like I don't go on vacation. My vacations are when I'm out working somewhere exotic, you know, but I think when we take away the self punishment, we're worse to ourselves than anybody else. And then we mirror that and somebody else comes back and insults us. And we're like, why did they say that? And I always know whatever they said, it's been said worse inside of me. And I have to remember that. Yeah. It's so funny. You're talking about compassion. Do you see my background? Like with the pink? Beautiful. Yes. Oh, thank you. I was feeling the other day, it was like, I need to change my background to, to a background that's going to make me feel like I can give myself more compassion. Mm. And that's also why I'm wearing pink. And as a matter of fact, my coffee has rose water in it. Cause I want to, I'm trying to integrate you know, there's the psychological part and then there's the energetic part. And c- pink is a very compassionate color of loving kindness. Now, most people would say, Terry, you're a pretty nice person. You're pretty kind. You're funny. You're silly, blah, 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 the, all those things. And the truth is, yes, I am to other people. But just like you said, I beat the shit out of myself. So yeah, I was- and we mirror that and that's who we attract. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I, that, you know, it was just, I was like, I really want to feel like I can, you know, energy influences energy. So I wanted to blend and integrate more with compassion for myself. So that's why I changed the color. And it's funny, you're bringing it up, you know, so, you know, if, if it's being reflected back to me, Karen, look at you. <laughs> being <a mirror. laughs> yes, it is. You know, it's almost also back to, um, and this is where, um, We'll see what happens. I So when I, you know this, but when I left LA, I got rid of everything, just got in my car and went. Yeah. And uh, I moved into a place that is furnished, but it is crazy people. It is crazy place. It is crazy haunted. I had to move from one apartment to the other because of bats. Bats kept getting into my uh, apartment and because the place is infested with bats. But it's a really a place where the people that own it own a beauty shop that's right up against mine. They control my heat and my air conditioning and it's, they are noisy. There's all this invasion. And in a way it sort of is teaching me um, just grounding in peace wherever I am, but it's not like when I, when I get here, I'm in a hotel and I'm like, I can't believe how quiet it is. Yeah. So there's a part of me that's like, wants to stay. Cause I don't want to buy anything. Cause when my mother passes, I just want to go. It's the same. Yeah. I didn't have to buy fully first. Everything's on. So I'm trying to stick with that. But then there's a part of me that's like, this is always the question. Are you learning? Are you getting something out of this? Or should you go take care of yourself? Which one is it? You know what I mean? But sometimes you don't know until like there's more time that goes on. So it's like, how do you know what to do? Which is why I think a message my therapist keeps telling me over and over and over again is, is uh, you need to be trusting more in the divine. I'm like, but I don't want to. I know, I know. But that's it because, you know, I don't know if you feel this way, like, Sometimes I feel like I'm out of integrity with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's those moments where I'm not having the faith or the trust in God. And therefore I'm not having the faith and trust in me, you know, and, and it's not like I make terrible shitty choices or decisions in the big picture of things. It's part of the path, but how do I know in that now moment, you know, if it's an actual good choice or decision to make yeah right timeline and there's two things that really appeal to me somebody said this they said if it's meant to be you can't avoid it and if it's not meant to be you can't make it happen yeah and there's another um it's why so i will study tarot but i try not to do it for every question i have tarot clients that will say can i just ask this question can i ask this question yeah. and you got to that to a minimum because then they're relying only on tarot they're not relying yes. on you yes and um i mean themselves but i feel like this is really bizarre but i feel like numerology gives me a lot of answers of what to expect without giving me like this is going to happen it's going to be like this it's very strange but i didn't 
I have to say last year being the hardest year was a numerological four for me. And now I've moved into this five. And I don't know why, because maybe I'm saying the same thing. Maybe that's as bad as pulling tarot cards all the time. But I feel like it gave me some peace. That's good then, because that means you leaned into it. Yeah, because it's not predicting. It's kind of telling you what's going on. I don't know how I made that connection with faith, but I feel like sometimes that is the connectedness of the universe and God. Always connected. Yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. So for if, if it's five for you, then it's five for you. You know, it doesn't your what is your birthday? July twenty-third, seven twenty-three. Seven and five is twelve, three and seven. Okay, so you're in a one. I'm in a one. Yes. You just, so what is that like beginning? That would kind of make sense. Why I kind of got like financially smacked and spanked and not in a good way, by the way. (laughs) Well, last year was your nine. So last year was about getting rid of, so now you're in your one. So yes, it's a whole new start. It's yeah. You tell you the universe, what you want to bring in for the next nine years. Oh, Yes. Ones are very independent, but also you can do your numerological day. You can do what is today bringing. So it oh, gets that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. God. But, but that, those kind of tools do help me, but um, yeah, it's so, I don't even know. I like, feel like any little bit of joy or gratitude, I grab it now. Yeah. I just hold on to it because everything's changing so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, w- I, I, I wish I, cause I just, in my head, I was like, yeah, but there's more not joy than there is joy. I literally heard that in my head. I was like, come on, Terry, you're complaining right now. Like literally complaining right now. Yeah. Well, we could be so much worse. And that's the dead thought. That's a dead thought. Oh, dead thought. Remind me again what dead thought is. Cause I remember when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, I need to ask her about that. So like, what do you mean by dead thought? So dead thoughts are two things. There are thoughts that, well, you could say they don't serve you, but they're almost looping thoughts. Uh-huh. Like a new thought is, oh, look, there's an airplane out my window. That's like a new thought. Is or it because you- it's present? Because like you're physically seeing a new, like the airplane? Uh, it could be, or it could be like, you know what? I need to um, be nicer to myself. So I, you know, we make these, you've seen that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, where there's yeah. these connections that we make yeah. with thought yes. and emotion. Yeah what we have to break but i feel like it's two things so first of all it's your old system throwing that out wait a minute don't hope for what she just said we're gonna it's gonna get worse it's you know what i mean that thought no long it's i don't know how else to say it but it's not like a living thought that's not the heart and soul of terry that i know to go no 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 it's gonna get worse that's not you right 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 so so that thought's kind of like a dead thought that's circling but I also do believe it's AI or Alexa right. or the media, any yeah. media, you know, you turn on the media right now, everything is tragic and everything is also breaking news. Everything mm-hmm. is breaking news. Everything. Yes. So everything has an alarm to it. So okay. it's feeding this into your head. And if in your head knows that not having optimism is your fallback that you've worked so hard to change. AI grabs that. I'm sorry. It's like an algorithm. It's like yeah. any algorithm. It's throwing right. it in the brain. I really do think it's an outside thing. Yeah. You know, I'm a big, there isn't a lot that we can all do about EMF, but I bought a, you know, those Mylar blankets that um, when you, when an ambulance comes, you see they're, they're wrapped in foil. Oh, sure. There's material like that you can buy. You have to sleep alone. You can't sleep with another person because it's very loud. But it's like $29 anywhere. And oh. it's um like a, it's not quite the silver, the silver blankets you can get for three bucks. You should have one in your car anyways, uh, just in case. Okay. But they have they sell them at Walmart as kind of a material. And so I have my sheet, I have my EMF blocking, and then I have my quilt over it. Now, when you move, it rustles and makes noise. But if it's just me. I have never slept better. It blocks all the EMF. I'm going to um, probably reach out to you for uh, like the name of it or whatever you. Sure. And sure. it's very, um, it, the only thing about it is it's really hot. Like I'm out in upstate New York, so it's really cold. You yeah. can't do it in the summer because it locks in all the heat. 
Okay. But in the winter, turn off your heat and sleep under it and you'll be surprised. My apartment gets so cold because it's so terribly insulated. So this is going to be perfect to sleep. And I'm sure the dog's going to like come right next to me. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, the awesome. dogs might pick up because it does sound like foil and stuff, but you, but it's, yeah, it's, it's made a big difference. And I think it rests, you know, people don't realize that EMF going through your cells, yeah. it, your cells never get to rest. And if you yeah. get a little rest, yeah, it's great. Well, I mean, we're made up of energy. So like, of course, you know, because energy influences energy, of course, it's going to, you know, do yeah. that. God, I think you, go ahead. I was going to say like, I, there's a way, there's a way that I process things differently that I can't quite explain. But like, when I say, I don't want to freak anyone out, like we're under attack. But we are kind of under attack, but we're always stronger than that, which is attacking us. So it's just like a puzzle. How do I figure this one out? How do I figure this one out? So it's not like it's the end of the world. It's like, what's the next puzzle? I feel like what you're telling me, I can, if I start, like when I become aware of the, let's say dead thought, or sometimes it's a feeling in my body, well, I'll call it a dead feeling in my body. Like what oh. if I started to use that as the indicator that that's all that's happening, like use it to my advantage and just kind of like push it, like move it along. Like instead of go, oh shit, go like, okay, keep on moving. But I mean, obviously you have to have an awareness and I've been so much more aware. And I think you're right. I think like the algorithm starts to suck me in and then I feel weak and defeated and all that instead of going, wait, the fact that I'm having this dead thought is not bad. Like, so I'm, so it's like, I'm putting a judgment on the fact that I'm having the dead thought and then going with that instead of going, no, 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 this is actually good. You're having the dead thought because now you can move it along. Yes. And also that's great because I think when we, we can't deny feelings, right? right? We, that's not good. But also, um, my friend always had this thing and I just did it the other day. So uh, the other day I was saying something probably critical of my looks or it was, I was joking, a very self-deprecating joke. And then I thought, Ooh, don't, don't plant that. So immediately after in my mind, I go, that's a lie because that subconscious can, yeah. Well, Oh, that's a lie. We're not going to make that happen. Yeah. You know, even making self-conscious jokes or stuff, you can just say in your head, Oh, that's a lie. Yeah. We don't need to bring that up again. That's a lie. In pranic healing, we just were like, delete, delete, delete. And then we cut the attachment that we have to whatever that thought form is. It's such hard work. It's constant work over and over and over again. Yeah. But it does, when you turn the corner with it, you're like, wow, I did it. But you know, I feel like so many people, like I know from doing comedy, my comedy is not angry comedy. Angry comedy at all. It's the easiest to tap into. That emotion is the easiest. Don't you hate when these guys blah blah and you can see people rah. Yeah. So I feel like people are attaching a lot of um they don't know why they're angry. They don't know why things are falling apart. They're uh, they they uh, there's a big hate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 that is the thing that AI or whatever can grab onto because it's the easiest. And also like I don't like to deny anyone their feelings or their pain, but sometimes I look and I'm like, I got a roof over my head and I got a food. Yeah. And a lot of people don't right now. Yeah. And sometimes it's my friend and I'll be like, you think someday we'll be laughing about how we thought we felt bad when we had food and water and (laughs) roof and a hot shower. (laughs) So there, you know, there always is that last element of, we kind of, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, do you know that I do like heart tapping? Like, like this? Yeah. Like, but actually I use the, we use the pads of our fingers instead of the tips. Cause we have chakras uh, on the tip oh. and you're over energizing the heart. So you can give yourself heart high blood pressure. So you use oh. these. And so for me, something that what I do teach my, my clients is the heart coherence you know about heart coherence, right? I think so, but explain it. So you want to hear more. So like when you have the Taurus field for manifestation, right? The brain sends out the signal, right? This is what I want. And when you activate the heart because it has neurons in it, 
So it's your brain and your heart. The, the field is so big. And what that does is it grabs it. So your brain is like, I want this. And your heart's like, let me go get it and brings it in. Oh. So, so many, when you, when, when you're an empath who has anxiety like me, we have to learn how to calm the body down so that the brain can come online. Otherwise the driver is the anxiety and anxiety lies. It doesn't tell you the truth because it wants you to get to point B now and it doesn't care how, and it's going to bypass you, right? It's going to take you in all these different directions. So what I do is I teach my clients just through heart tapping, how to open up their heart so that the waves can do what's called entrainment, which is basically neutralize anxiety energy. Ah. So it helps you close the gap. Let's say you're here, right? And there's a job interview because there's a job that you want, but you're so anxious that you, you deliver a shitty interview. So right before you go into the interview, you do this heart tapping, you, you just calm yourself down. And then it helps you move slowly closer to a better interview. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. And then the twist on it is that most of the, most of like, I'm sure your client clients are similar in that they probably want to be of service and give back somehow to humanity. So when you conjure up a good, yummy feeling, a higher vibrational frequency, you can send it out because energy influences energy, even though you don't know exactly who's, um, sometimes you know who might need gratitude or appreciation or whatever, but you send it out. And with the law of cause and effect, which is karma, it comes back to you. Mm. So first you like, you, you calm yourself down, then you generate some really yummy, good feelings, and then you send it out. So that's what I do with a lot of my clients and they love it. And it's only a three minute process. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's another, um, it's real interesting because I'm so ambition driven Uh that there is another, I have to take on things that don't have an outcome. Yeah. And um to kind of go along with this, there's a book called Draw Yourself Calm, C A L M, Draw okay. Yourself Calm. And um it's amazing how if we have just can do something for 5 minutes yeah. that doesn't have an outcome attached to it, how much it changes us. So this is this do you have to draw pictures of yourself or is there a picture already and you just color it in? Sometimes she says draw all these lines like this color this in and it's you don't have to be able to draw at all sometimes it's just make wiggly lines and then fill them in like this and it's one of the best tools ever yeah and you kind of do make cool artwork by mistake (laughs) (laughs) that would be impressive for me that would be impressive but i like that because that's a great redirection um so that's cool that's yeah and for a while you don't want to stop because you're like oh this is what peace feels like yeah yeah and if you again if you show up for it even if you only do it five minutes at a time mm-hmm. you know, consistently you're trained it's neuroplasticity you're training your brain that's awesome i need that book too oh my god yes <laughs> it's you know what i feel like it is like i feel like antidepressants are yeah. about getting that out of the hole so that you can see and then I always hope people have an expiration date on their antidepressant, yeah. you know, sure. obviously everybody that, but cause then what happens when you go off and you go, Oh wait, I remember it's here. Yeah. Where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Cool. I got to get that draw in five. You said, right. Okay. I know. Draw yourself calm. Oh, draw. So, <laughs> where did I get, I guess. Oh, I just said five. That's for you, I guess. Oh yes. I'm in a five. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I just channeled something for you. Five. I'm like, where do I get that? Draw in five. Oh my God. How funny. Yeah. That was for you. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> well, Karen, is there anything that like any words of wisdom, pearls, anything that like anybody who's been kind of the fly on the wall, voyeuring our conversation? Is there anything you want to share? Do you want to tell people where you're going to be performing so that they can come or book a reading or, or all the things? 
Sure. So uh, my website is karenrontowski.com or rontowski.com. So, and I, you can sign up for a reading, get a reading. And also um, my big thing next year, because comedy's really going great. Um, it was, and then it slowed down when I moved to Utica because I had to do the whole, and now I'm on the other side of the country. I can't, you know, so it's picking up, but also my Patreon is really what I want to, it's doing really well. If you, there's a couple of levels to my Patreon at the $3 level, it's called card of the day or energy reading of the week. You get one every week. There is also, I put out two half hour podcasts just for my Patreon about what I've been thinking about and looking into. And then also there's a, I don't know if the $10 level still be there, but I teach tarot classes like 10 to 15 minutes each week or and i'm going to start in december doing lives where if you know tarot but you we want to read for strangers i'm going to connect strangers everybody comes on and learns to read there that's the big one i'm pushing and then um anywhere on instagram or facebook if you just look up Rontowski, you'll find me and my comedy dates are on there perfect and i'll make sure that where this all of this gets posted your site your patreon all of that Shows yeah, up. I feel like TikTok is the most fun. Yeah, although I'll get hacked any day, but I put a lot of clips from psychic stand up on TikTok. Awesome. And then Instagram, they got to be so short, but they're two minutes on TikTok and it's fun. Awesome. Karen, I miss you. Thank you for talking. I, miss you too. I don't know when you're coming back to LA, but hopefully it's soon. And of course, we got to like have coffee or tea or yes well hopefully i'm moving back who i might spend a year driving around the country so i don't know we'll see that what happens that could be yes, fun yes yes couch hopping at 58 <laughs> well i mean who cares and i've got space here for you if you do come to la and you're not planning on moving you're just going to stay out for a few days i've got space for you to stay with if you don't mind a a, a, a shih tzu mix who jumps all over you <laughs> i i'll probably have a dog by then but we'll have to be very quiet with our mylar blankets <laughs> I can't wait to get one now that, and then the draw yourself calm. It's on, um, it's on Amazon. Awesome. All right, Miss Karen. It was good seeing you. Good talking to you. Always soon. Okay. Yes. Bye. Well, our time in this now moment together has ended, but another now moment is on its way. Thank you so much for joining me in this human journey and listening to this podcast, The Portal with Terry Huberman. I sure hope you're getting something out of it. I'm here to help you clear anxiety from the past, align your energy into the present, and help you create your future. My prayer for you is to find the peace and calmness in any given now moment so you can recognize when blessings are afoot and you get to choose your next adventure. Be curious and stay connected. You can always find me at terryhuberman.com. Bye now.